Okay, welcome. This is going to be uh, one of my read-alouds. Uh, this is from a book. I got a bunch of books that uh, I'm not sure what grades these are for, but they're cultural fairy tales and fables. So uh, it's a book called Multicultural Fables and Fairy Tales. Scholastic um, Tara McCarthy is the uh, what do you call it? Tara McCarthy is the author, and the sections in here have to do with trickster tales, fables, wise stories and legends, and then fairy tales. So the trickster tales that we notice, like in various different cultures, okay, both the Liberian. Indian, the African American, the coyote, the uh, Native American, and the Japanese, the trickster tales. There's tortoise tricks the leopard, there's hare tricks the lion in the Indian uh, culture, there's brer rabbit and brer fox in African American. Oh wow, so good sound. Uh, in Native American, there's coyote places the stars. So these are going to be some things that uh, I may sample. Uh, and the teapot badger, which is a Japanese um, uh, tale, trickster tale. Then section two are fables. Uh, there's Aesop, a bunch of Aesop fables, four of them, the mice and the cat, the lion and the mouse, the milkmaid and her pail, and the shepherd boy, which I think is the grape, you know, the fox and the grapes, the Indi two Indian, uh, the fox and the drum, the tortoise and the geese. Then there are wise stories. So, um, a lot of these are African. No, no, they're everything. Why rabbit has long ears and a short tail, African-American. Why the chicken and hawks are enemies. How the beetle got her colors, which is Brazilian. How the finch got her colors, which is Belgian. How butterflies came to be, Native American and Southwestern. How flying fish came to be, New uh, Guinean. Um, the five water spirits, which is Native American and Canadian. And last, the fairy tales, the three feathers, which is German, Rodopis and her golden sandals, Egyptian, Mei-Ling and the dragon, Chinese, the tongue-cut sparrow, Japanese, the frog prince, German, and the singing monster, which is Kenyan. And it's 108 pages or more. Um, but I'm going to start with, let's see. So this is how we use folk law and literature in the classroom. Um, folk tales are fun. They provide a storehouse of metaphors, symbols, uh, repeated phrases, and they help children clarify their values. Um, uh, you can use uh, cross connections uh, with geography, social studies, science, and the arts. Um, you know, that's pretty much it. So trickster tales. Um, we can think about the characteristics of trickster tales. So, the protagonist of a trickster tale is a clever, devious animal whose pranks usually cause trouble for another character. In most instances, the trickster goes away gloating and unpunished, though in some tales, there's a turnabout and the trickster fa falls prey to the mischief he started. Very much like the uh, Big Bad Wolf in a lot of our uh, stories. Almost all traditional cultures tell stories featuring specific tricksters. The, um, for example, the coyote, hare, or raven are featured tricksters across North America. West African uses the tortoise, Anansi the spider, or Zomo the hare. Um, Zomo, 
who usually becomes uh, Brer Rabbit. In Japan, the trickster is the badger, and in Europe, in Central America, it's the fox and the wolf. Um, Long-lasting appeal of mischief's hero who often gets away with causing trouble. Uh, it makes people laugh. Um, it shows mischievous, you know, some things I guess we wish we could do, um, but then how we, um, how we overcome that. And Coyote and the Wolves. In Tricking the Wolves, Coyote forms constellations in the night sky. So that's pretty cool. Um, uh, and a lot of the things that the, the um, I don't know if it's the protagonist or the antagonist, but usually end up learning something. So here they're showing a little thing about a little circle, which which is kind of like saying what happened first, what, what was the beginning, what happened in the middle, etc., etc. So the tortoise tricks the leopard. The objective is to become familiar with the characteristics of tricksters. Okay, Tortoise tells his friends that um, leopard, a leopard is a horse. Leopard is indignant when the story is reported to him and goes to Tortoise to get revenge. Tortoise denies the story, then tricks Leopard into acting like a horse. Oh, pretty cool. Okay, you can read it. You can discuss why Leopard fell for the trick. You can invite the class to fill a story organizer. Oh, that's what I was talking about, a story organizer. In follow-up, you can invite students to compare practical jokes. Uh, tend to be funny at person playing, but the butt of the joke is often feeling angry. Invite small groups of students to act out to tell. That's pretty cool. A puppet show or something, or, or something online. So, here I go, reading Torti a Liberian tale called The Tortoise Tricks Leopard. Six minutes. Tortoise and his friend Gray Squirrel were sitting under a tree and talking. Gray Squirrel bragged about how fast he could run. Tortoise said, I may walk slow, but I always ride in style. That's because Leopard is my horse. As soon as Tortoise went home, Gray Squirrel ran to Leopard and said, I hear you are Tortoise's horse. Ho, ho. What a sight that might be. A powerful animal like you being tamed by a tortoise? Leopard was very angry. I will eat that wire up, he growled to himself as he ran to the tortoise's burrow. Tortoise was frightened when Leopard burst into his home, his teeth all shiny and sharp. You miserable lump, snarled Leopard. How dare you tell Squirrel that I'm your horse? What a ridiculous notion. I'm going to chew you up and gobble you down for spreading a tail like that. Squirrel said that? Why, I never told any such a lie. Squirrel is telling tales just so he can break up our friendship. We must go to him and punish him. Leopard looked puzzled. Then he said, well, all right, let's go away and let's have it out with Gray Squirrel. The only thing is that I can't move as fast as yeah. you. It would take me as long as... Thank you. I'll put that inside. I don't want it now. I don't want it. I'm going to come in and myself. Yeah, please, come in. I am. It's like I almost, am. please don't. No, no, please don't come at me. But come in, because will. you only have an hour and a half for 12 hours. I am. I am. I'm going to. That I'm you going can do to. at night. I'm going please to. Come in. I'm going to. I'm going to. All right, so Leopard, climb onto my back. Okay? They went all along for a while until Tortoise fell off Leopard's back with a loud pop. Whatever's the matter, he said, Leopard. Our back is very sleek and glossy. It also seemed to slide right off, but perhaps we could put a seat on your back so I can stay put. 
Oh, all right, agreed Lefford. Tortoise found the blanket on the side of the road. He filled it and made an easy. It then climbed up again on Leopard's back and then went off again. But off in a while again, Plop, Tortoise fell off. Now what's wrong? Sorry about that, but I've had nothing to hold me on up, up into here and I keep losing my balance. But perhaps if we put a long piece of rope through your mouth, I could hold on to that. Oh, all right, grumbled Leopard. Tortoise found some rope hanging on a tree and fastened it to the Leopard's mouth and off they went again. But it wasn't long before Tortoise began to yell, Ow, 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 flies are biting me. Um, thousands of little flies, I need to switch to shoo them away. Please stop by the tree so I can get a little branch as fly sweater. Oh, all right. Tortoise picked himself in a branch and began to wave it about. Now they came to Gray Squirrel's house. Tortoise sitting on a, a saddle blanket, waving a switch, and Leopard with reins in his mouth. Look, look, said Cracker Squirrel to his own. Leopard really is Tortoise's horse. And Squirrels laughed and laughed. Tortoise jumped off Leopard's back and began to laugh too. As for Leopard, he was so embarrassed that he ran away into the forest and stayed for a long time pouting. So the picture story is to draw what it looked like. Okay? Next, hair tricks the lion. Okay? Um, lion in the hair. Lion had a ferocious appetite. Every day he made fierce raids on the village of other animals as he looked for someone to eat. He wrecked houses and scattered everyone far and wide as they were running for cover. The animals held an emergency meeting to decide what to do. After much arguing and discussion, Old Air had an idea. Why should we wait here trembling for Lion to come to destroy our villages? Instead, we will send food to Lion. Every day, someone of us will, will volunteer to go to Lion's house and be Lion's meal for a day. The animals thought it was an excellent idea. Not one of them volunteered, however. Come, come, said Old Hare. It's no, it's no one brave. It's no one brave to make the first sacrifice. There was dead silence. Finally, Little Hare raised hand. I'll go. I'll be the first one. All of the other animals were greatly relieved and praised Little Hare for his coverage. When he came to Lion's house, Little Hare explained that he was volunteering to be a meal. Now you don't have to raid the villages and scare everyone. Lion laughed longly and showed his shiny teeth. You must be joking. Whatever makes you think that one Little Hare would be enough to satisfy me for the day? I need snacks too. Oh, but Lion, many, many animals did set out to be your meal today, but I'm the only one left. You see, we passed from the Great River. Another huge line, they jumped out and grabbed the other volunteers, and I ate them, and ate them. Only I escaped. He was large, great beast, more powerful than you think. No one is more powerful than I am. I'll show you how mighty I am. I'll find the sneaky beast who robbed me of the meal and devour him. Lion roared and raced the forest and stopped the edge of the great river. Come out of hiding, you thief. I'll come and I'll find you. Lion placed angrily along the riverbank, searching for his enemy. Finally, he looked into the water. There was the lion. He did look quite fierce and staring back in the deep water. Come out, you coward. Fight like a lion. The other stayed put. Well, since they aren't brave enough to come out and fight, I'll have to go in and fight. Announced Lion. He jumped in the river and promptly, and promptly drowned. Little Hare had finally had followed quietly behind and laughed when he saw Lion's fate. He went home to the village and assured the other animals that he'd be safe for now. The lion had been kill killed by his own reflection. Fox, which I'll read at another time. So these are trickster tales.